The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus answered the Jews, My Father is working still, and I am working. This was why the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also called God his Father, making himself equal with God. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever he does, that the Son does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him, that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom he will. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life those and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing on my own authority. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. In the reading from the prophet Isaiah this morning, the Lord speaks of a favorable time, a time of favor and a time of salvation, most explicitly fulfilled when he sends his son. The time of favor is when his son is present amongst us, when his son comes with grace and with salvation. This is the favor and the love of the Lord. Why? Because the Lord is kind and full of compassion as we heard in the psalm today. He is kind and full of compassion. He stoops down to those in need and he expresses his kindness, his salvation, his grace. He gives every good gift to sinners, even the gift of his son. How could he express his kindness or his love more than giving to us who are sinners his beloved, right? The beloved of his heart. And so this expresses the kindness and the love of God, a kindness and love that takes no rest, right? This does not apply to the Sabbath. The Sabbath is an instruction not to work or not to do any servile work, but to rest from servile work. But with regards to love and kindness and charity and compassion, we can never rest from those things because God is love. God is kind. 
God is compassionate. He is always those things. And He never rests from being loving. He never rests from being kind. He never rests from being compassionate. And so all of these Jews who now surround the Lord in this chapter 5 of John's Gospel, they are, they are scandalized at the Lord because He has shown kindness and compassion on the Sabbath and because they do not understand the commandment of God. And so they are scandalized at Him. And so the Lord gives this answer. He says, my father is working and I am working still, right? My father still works and I still work. Namely, in this work of love, in this work of life-giving, and in this work of compassion. And so just as the father rested in the, from the acts of creation in the beginning of the book of Genesis, we see that on the seventh day he rests. But that resting is from that work of creating new things. But the Lord still sustains us in life. He still holds us in existence. This is an ongoing thing. If the Lord stopped doing that, we would cease to exist. And so the Lord does these works, these works of love and these works of life, and they continue on. And what, the Lord, what, Father, what Jesus says here is rightly understood by those around him. My Father is working still. And they understand what he means, but they are scandalized by this as well. They know that if God is his father, then he is equal with God. And that is true. And that is true. They have understood what he said, but they will not accept it. Just as they will not accept that his works ex also express this love of God. But the Lord reiterates this. It's similar to what happens with regards to the Eucharist when the Lord in John chapter 6 speaks about giving his flesh as real food. Many people are scandalized at what he says and they go and they want to leave from him. And the Lord doesn't change what he says there in John chapter 6. Rather, he emphasizes it because they have understood rightly, but this is something fundamental that they must accept, which is his teaching on the gift of himself in the Eucharist. So also what he does here, when they understand what he says, but they won't accept it, then he simply reiterates it because this is a fundamental principle that he is one with the Father, that our God is a trinity, that our God is three persons in one divine nature. What does that mean? Well, we could not explain it all here, but very simply what it means in terms of understanding what the Lord is saying here is that the divine nature has one intellect and one will, right? One will. And these three persons, they share this intellect and this will. So whatever the Father wills, the Son wills, and the Holy Spirit wills. Whatever the Father does, the Son does, and the Holy Spirit does, right? And so that is what the Lord is saying. There is a deep union between Him and the Father, beyond any other union that we can even comprehend, because it is the unity of the divine nature. And so this mystery is what He has come to reveal. He has come to reveal the Father. And so this is, should be a great delight for us, because we cannot see the Father, but He can. We cannot know the Father without Him, but He does. And so His mission is to come to reveal the Father, to reveal the divine nature. And that is what the Lord is saying. Whatever I see the Father do, I do. That should cause us such delight, because now if we look to Christ, we can know the Father. If we look to what the Lord does, we can know what the Father does. And through the activities and this manifestation, this revelation that comes to us through the life of Christ, we come to know that the Father is kind and full of compassion. We come to know that the Father is love 
and we come to see the expression of that love in the gift of his son. And so that is what we are called to do then, is to turn into these gospels, to look at Christ, to pay attention to every detail of his life, because every detail, as St. Thomas Aquinas says, everything that the Lord does is for our instruction. As minute as the action might be, it is a revelation of the Father. Why? Because he does nothing that he does not see the Father doing himself. And so every activity, every word, everything that he speaks, everything that he does, every act of love, every miracle, teaches us of our eternal home, which is the Father himself, teaches us of the source of all life, which is the Father himself. And so we should accept all of these things that the Lord is teaching us, understand them, and rejoice in them. Because when we look to Christ, we also see our Heavenly Father. Amen.